Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Cleo Bella. You guys, I love this brand. You know I love this brand. I've been wearing this brand for years. And if you haven't already, you have to check out their newest collection, which is now available on their website, cleobella.com. Amazing pieces I've already bought and some new ones I'm definitely eyeing. All right, let's go through a few of the items in my shopping cart. Okay, there is the Josephine dress. I love I am obsessed with. I love the little puffy sleeves, the flattering cutout in the midsection, and how the hemline hits right above the ankle. Perfect for a warm summer night dinner party, which I have been having a lot of this summer. And I love this update on a paisley print. I love a good paisley print. Okay, next, you guys, the Fiona mini dress. We all need a little white dress. I don't care if it's before Labor Day, after Labor Day, we all need one. I love the little frill at the bottom and the cute ties that run up the front. This one is super versatile. You can do it over a bathing suit. You could put a sweater over it, go into September. I'm telling you, it's amazing. You guys, for those of you who live in Los Angeles, Cleo Bella has the perfect transition pieces. If you're going on vacations, I don't know, hoping someone's going to take you to the Amalfi Coast, the south of France, super, are you eavesdropping right now? These dresses are incredibly transitional. Everything they make is organic and breathable, which, trust me, gets you far on a very hot day. And also, you guys, if you are sports moms out there, they're the perfect dresses because they're light, they're comfortable, and you got a bit of fashion in there. Scarlett also loves wearing Cleobella. Yes, they also make little girl sizes as well. The last thing I'll say about them, they really are a great brand to support. They adhere to sustainable and ethical practices and are deeply rooted in partnerships with independent artisans around the world. And best of all, when you shop on their website, cleobella.com, you can choose 1% of your purchase to be donated towards global education, the planet, and charities that empower young women. We got this for you guys. Shop the new collection and get 20% off with code LIPSTICK. Visit cleobella.com, that's C-L-E-O-B-E-L-L-A.com slash lipstick to see what's new as well as some of my favorites. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. Have you ever heard of a complexion coach, Amisha? No, but it sounds like something I really need in my life. So today is a really good day on Lipstick on the Rim because I have someone for us. And for our listeners out there, this is really big because I have been following this woman our guest today for about 20 plus years. She is considered to be one of the best estheticians, complexion coach, skin expert, celebrities love her, editors love her, bloggers love her. Tina Craig loves her. Tina Craig fucking loves her. She's skincare obsessed. Today we have 
the incredible Renee Rouleau. I mean, I I can't believe I'm actually seeing you because I have followed you for so long. She's the founder and CEO. She's going on 25 years at Renee Rouleau. Today, we are going to be talking about 30 skincare tips from 30 years of esthetician experience. I cannot be happier. You have been quoted as saying, there's not one size fits all in terms of skincare. I'm going to have her take you through her skin quiz. It's so hands-on in a little bit of a different way, which I love because the approach is more custom. And I think that's why you have this ultimately this cult following. I'm staring at her. She has pinkish blondish hair. She's in the most amazing orange sweater with a cream skirt. She rides motorcycles and you're literally a skincare, I mean, enthusiast. Thank you. You're amazing. Hey, your skin is thank, glowing. So, and I mean, when I say a cult following, you have a cult following because we have been doing this now for about a year. And when I ask people, "Oh, who would you like to have on the podcast?" They're like Renee Rouleau. <laughs> Do you know her? Can you get to her? I'm like, maybe. So we're really. And I want to know about nine skin types because yeah. that is, I think, so interesting. Uh, yeah. But it, really quickly, how did you yeah. get your start? So my grandmother was a hair stylist, and so she had a hair salon, the the Powder Puff Beauty Shop back in Wisconsin. And so I grew up watching my grandmother make people look good and feel good. And so that started my journey of ultimately just being a beauty junkie. And I was not the greatest student in school, and I knew that college wasn't my path. And so I knew that a career in beauty was something that was calling. Career. I mean, a dedicated 30-year career, I mean, which is huge. And I think you were one of the first, which we're going to talk about, nine skin types early on in your career. What is your true skin type? That's really what has set you apart from everyone else. Yeah. How did you go about that? Well, when you go to school to become an esthetician, you learn about skin types, but it's dry, normal, and oily. Or you learn about something called Fitzpatrick skin types, which are like more about skin tone. It kind of it kind of determines like what kind of lasers you do. Like certain Fitzpatrick skin types can't withstand kind of lasers because they can create pigment. But basically, you know, there's just these very generic skin types, mainly the dry, normal, and oily that I had studied. And then when you go out into the real world and I became an esthetician, all of a sudden you went, all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, like, there's a little more going on to skin than just dry, normal, and oily. Dry, normal, and oily is important because it tells you, you know, how heavy your moisturizer needs to be, how light it needs to be, et cetera. But what about everything else? So case in point, like, you know, I mean, for my, my own skin, I had adult acne, cystic acne, kind of more like chin and jawline breakouts. And, but yet I was, you know, like I, this all happened like in my mid-20s. Well, am I supposed to treat my skin like a a teenager and use all these drying products for breakouts that I only get occasionally and they're cysts, but yet I want to keep my skin hydrated and happy. So what type of skin is that? And so then there's, you know, pigmentation and melasma and rosacea, different types of sensitivities. And then again, breakouts, you know, how often you break out. I mean, you know, when people say, oh, our products are for all skin types, like you cannot tell me that a 17-year-old <laughs> teenage boy needs the same thing as an 85-year-old grandmother, right? Like, what do you mean one size fits all or for all skin types? Before I started Renee Rouleau Skincare, I had I worked for someone for two years. Then I started my first skincare business outside of Boston with a business partner that I had for five years and then left to Dallas and started Renee Rouleau Skincare in 1996. 1996, I had already been an esthetician for seven years and I determined there were nine types of skin. And so I started formulating a skincare line based on that philosophy. And now 25 years later, I have never once said to myself, you know what? There's actually a 10th skin type or 11th. Like so I kind of got it right. What are the nine? Yeah. What are the nine? So each of the skin types, when you take the skin type quiz at ReneeRillo.com, they have like generic categories, but the real magic is that it goes into the specifications of each skin type. And that's really when people take the quiz and they'll get it. And it's, it's such a very great quiz detailed. and it's very detailed, but it's easy. So not, yes, it's not yes. time consuming. Right. It's super simple. Mainly they range everything from acne all the way to the driest and sensitive. And that's kind of the range. And it's interesting over your 20 plus years that that has really remained the same. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, cause I could come out with a 10 skin type or something, but 
I don't see the need to, so I, I is, nailed it. It's I, I like the one size fits all doesn't actually work because I'm always told, oh, you have large pores, so you're oilier combination. I'm like, eh. I, if I treat my skin as such, I get so dry and dehydrated that mm-hmm. my skin just feels tight and parched. So I think that when people try to fit you into that cookie cutter of like, that's your skin type, nothing ever works. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and people are still kind of stuck on this generic thing and brands certainly cater to that. And what had happened was when I first worked at this salon right out of school, we sold one skincare line. And I knew that what you use at home was the biggest part of it, right? People only come in and get a skin treatment. They're there for an hour once a month, but it's what you do at home that makes the difference. And so the skincare line had like two moisturizers, two cleansers, like two masks or something. And I pleaded with the salon owner to let me bring in a second line because I didn't have enough to really sell all the different types of skin I was working with. So she allowed me to bring in a second line and then eventually a third line. So now I had three different skincare lines that I was curating a routine based on these three lines. And so when I started Renee Rouleau, I was like, okay, there's got to be some, you know, something better than that. And so today our our line spans 50 products. So. That is incredible. Okay. Before we get to the 30 tips, can we walk through the skin quiz I took? I want sure. to, because I want to focus in a little bit on a couple products. Yeah. Okay. So I have a little booklet. And it says, Renee Rouleau, skincare personalized, my skincare prescription. I am skin type number six, Mm -hmm. normal anti-aging. And you give a list, which I love. Produces oil in the summer, mostly in the T-zone. That is a check. Mm -hmm. Skin can feel tight or dry during the winter. That is a check. Needs hydration without heavy oils or pore clogging. Add cystic acne still every now and then. May have enlarged pores, mostly in the T-zone and including blackheads. I have blackheads around my nose. (laughs) <laughs> may have hyperpigmentation. That is correct. Skin may look a little sad and tired, but maybe it'll glow. That is a little bit correct every now and then. Wants to keep skin healthy and smooth. It's This is so yeah. well done. I can't even tell you. I was skin type seven and it was on point. Yeah. And so she walks you into your morning, your evening, your essential. I love your line. And I want to talk about a few, and I know not every skin type is the same, but I there are a few hero products Correct. that you have. Can you tell our listeners what they are and why? Because the Triple Berry Soothing is incredible. I mean, it's a true peel without going to the derm. Yes. So truth be told, Triple Berry Smoothing Peel has been one of our hero products for sure. And it's been out of stock since I think like last July. And it's just devastating. And it's supply chain. They discontinued ingredients. So we had to reformulate a whole new one. So we're hoping it's going to come out in the fall. Will you explain? Yeah. So exfoliation has really been a cornerstone of my philosophy to skin. You know, we have a lot of different acids and things like that because they work, you know. I mean, exfoliation is everything out with the old and with the new. So I created this triple berry smoothing peel that has five different exfoliating acids in it. It has a great pH where it really does lower the pH of the skin. So you really get like professional results. But without peeling and without irritation. It has a lot of different antioxidants and fruit purees. That's what the scent is. How does it work? So when you put it on the skin, you only leave it on for like probably about 10 minutes, but it lowers the pH of the skin. And when you put the skin in an acidic state, it dissolves and digests the glue that holds dead skin cells together. So it helps to break up, you know, pigmentation and dead skin cells and makes your pores look really small and the skin really looks really smooth. So we'll have even like brides use it then like two nights before their wedding, it's that gentle, but it's still really, really effective. Yeah, I, I, we are big, we are big exfoliants. Yes, I know that As sounds you weird, be. but I'm always saying use vitamin C and exfoliate. Yes, because absolutely. If you, you know, strip, hydrate. If you hydrate, strip. Right. And so again, what I love about your products is they work, but they're not crazy harsh. Right. I think For sometimes sure when we think medical, we have to be harsh. Yeah. And I think you've done an incredible job with your lines and you have different ones for different needs, but even your harsh, they're not harsh. Right. Does anyone else feel that they've just absolutely been nonstop this summer? I always want to relax more than I actually do. <laughs> I always say I'm going to relax, but I actually never do. But between my kids' camps and sports and friends and bonfires, it's been all so fun. 
Oh, the memories. Actually, I don't want it to end, but it is a little nonstop. Sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation. And my way of doing this without physically going anywhere is by doing a reset. You guys might remember we had Lisa Odenweller on the podcast a few months back. She developed something called Chroma. If you haven't already listened to that episode, please, you guys, you should definitely go back because she really takes a deep dive into what this reset is all about. So here's the thing. Chroma is kind of the anti-cleanse because the focus is really about nourishment to set you up for the long-term success, which is really what you're going for. Their amazing five-day whole reset will give you a new perspective on hitting refresh. With 10 delicious foods and beverages a day, you'll likely have leftovers, which is never a bad thing for later in the week. Listen, you guys know I tell it to you straight. I have no time to sacrifice being a present mom, and Chroma allows me to operate normally without feeling slowed down. You get to start your day with a delicious matcha that has collagen, turmeric, ginger, and a special blend of beauty mushrooms and maca. The maca, oh my God, the maca is so good. It's just enough caffeine to kickstart the day, and I even end up drinking this matcha even when I'm not on the reset. Since everyone's goals and needs are different, the Chroma Reset is completely customizable. You can add protein and veggies to your lunch and dinner broths, no problem. Don't stress about any of that. You guys, this is one of the best resets I have ever done. From the cookie butter to the porridge, their super porridge. I literally bought on their website the other day the big Mac Daddy version of it. I have it in my purse. I travel with individual packets. I'm telling you, the three-day, the five-day It really is something great you can do to really reset your mind, reset your body. Listen, we all fall off the wagon every now and then, and Chroma has been amazing. For Lipstick on the Rim listeners, only for a limited time, use code CHROMALOVE20. Are you guys listening? All my girls out there who've asked me for my code, CHROMALOVE20, K-R-O-M-A-L-O-V-E-20, at checkout for 20% off your first Chroma five-day reset purchase. They never offer this big of a discount on their reset, so take advantage while it lasts. Our offer ends November 1st, 2022. I promise you, you guys are not only going to love it, but you're going to feel great about it. I'm Kat Sadler, and it sure is a beautiful day. After such a bleak year, it's time for some joy, and I cannot wait for you to hear my fresh and fun new show. I crack open about mom life, relationships, wellness, and beauty, all the things. Plus, I have provocative conversations with some of the most fascinating and famous faces in pop culture. I'm here to lift you up and make you think. Check out It Sure Is a Beautiful Day with me and you every Tuesday. I mean, there's certain times that you kind of want to beat up the skin. So in the case of like professional treatments, you know, a lot of stronger chemical peels, certain lasers. I mean, do you recommend any of that? I do. I think, I mean, I think for certain skin conditions where you really need to move the needle. So like melasma can do really well with certain lasers. Talk to me about your vitamin C and E, because that's something that we hear consistently with every expert we have on is vitamin C is such a critical step. It doesn't matter your age, your skin type, like vitamin C, vitamin C. What makes your vitamin C and E unique? Because I actually tried it and I loved it. Thank you. So when I created that product, I wanted it to be gentle. And when I created it, like retinol wasn't really on the scene. But now everybody's using retinol. Everybody's using prescription retinoids and your skin becomes you know, irritated from it. Will so, you speak to that? Yeah, it well, it becomes irritated. But, but that's what what it's supposed to do. That's kind of like no pain, no gain almost. Right. And so people are getting kind of a compromised skin barrier. Their skin's getting more sensitive. And a lot of vitamin C products out there, they use the pure acid form of vitamin C, like ascorbic acid, and it can really burn and dry out the skin. So a lot of people need a vitamin C that's really effective, but doesn't have that acidic effect on the skin. So even though this has been really a a huge seller for us for years, it's we increasingly sell more and more because people are needing, they're using vitamin C every day, which you should because it's an antioxidant and you need it, but people are just getting too irritated if they are using stronger exfoliants and retinol in their routine. So, but yeah, it's it's more of a lotion-based. It uses stable antioxidants, so it doesn't have that doesn't discolor and turn brown like a lot of vitamin C serums do, but it's really effective for uh, hyperpigmentation, for post-breakout marks and melasma as well. And 
If you had one hero product, I do want to talk about this. this is for pores. It's pores. so good. Pore and wrinkle perfecting mm-hmm. serum. Yeah. So that has lactic, glycolic, and salicylic acid in it. Salicylic gets into the pores, clears out the pore lining. So it's good for keeping pores clear. But at the same time, it has all the kind of skin smoothing, pigment lightening benefits of glycolic. Two of your hero, what are they? Well, our number one bestseller, I didn't send it to you. And I, now that I hear that you get cystic acne occasionally, then I need to get you a bottle of it. But our number one seller, hands down, I, I created it when I first started the line, is called Anti-Bump Solution. So it's specifically for cystic, hard, sore, underground blemishes. And this, there's literally no other product out on the market like it. And I have a whole blog post about it, but the truth of the matter is I don't even really know how it works, but it just works. Like (laughs) Because typically cystic acne, the only thing you can do is cortisone shot or, you know, or just give it time or go on Accutane. And this product, when you put, when you feel that bum coming up, you put it on it and it makes it go away on average about 50% quicker. So with cystic acne, your body actually reabsorbs the infection. So that's why you never want to pick at a cyst because it's not meant to come out the surface of the skin, but your body reabsorbs it. And when you put this on, it makes it go down so much faster. And it's called anti-bump? Solution. Mm-hmm. Solution. But I'm yeah, that's, that. we sell that more than anything else because it's the, it's the only solution out there short of getting a cortisone shot. And I mean, I'm not making medical claims. These are just the feedback we've had for 25 years. Like editors are like, I have written stories about it. It works. I have, we talk about it. I have off and on where I'll have a great nine months and then a couple like really huge, I mean, hurt. Oh, yes. To the point where I didn't, I had one the other day, like, and it was so, it like, I was trying not to get it injected and then I left it too long. And then I ended up, it had actually stuff in it, which most of my right, real don't. cystic yeah. deep don't. They, they just never they come just to the head. They, they, they just hang out for a while. Yeah. You don't really have, I don't have I don't, deep I, ones. I don't get, I'll get deep ones maybe once a year and it's hormonal. It's always yeah. in my chin area. Sure. But yeah, I've never, I've touched wood. I'm 43. I haven't had acne ever. We really wanted this episode to be one big skincare rapid fire because you are the experts. We want to know your 30 best skincare tips that you've learned over the years. So hang your head upside down for two minutes every night. I'm all about glowing skin. And with age, circulation slows down, which means you have less blood flow to the skin, which brings less oxygen to the skin, less nutrients to the skin. And you have to be a little bit careful with capillaries, you know, like massaging the skin too much because capillaries get fragile with age. So what I do is at night, I'll hang my head upside down off the side of my bed for two minutes and it flushes your skin. Like how, how aggressive are you hanging? Like that's oh, just, like, she's no. just laying upside like, down. Are you like, no, I'll go forward. I'll go, go forward, forward and I'll just be looking at my phone. I'll put okay. my phone on the floor okay. off the side okay. of my bed and I'll just kind of hang do down this there. Now. Basically it brings an inner glow and really good for blood flow. Next up is your clothing choices matter. So two things. One is... When, again, it's all about getting that glow. There are certain colors that make the skin look glowy and bright and certain colors that make the skin look muddier and ashier. And so when you have colors close to your face, you want to bring the ones that make you look glowiest. So the the, the colors I don't like are like khaki, like army green, like a real mustardy, like you're wearing yellow, but that's not mustard. I feel like I'm like, no, this I'm, is a good I'm channeling your yes. you look yes. so good. So that's like I mean, a bright yellow, which is and nice. And Renee's wearing like, an, a, like a sun. Clementine. Clementine, beautiful. Yeah. So, but yeah, so just kind of those fall, earth, like earthy, warm colors. So like I live in Austin and like UT is there and everyone wears burnt orange. Like burnt orange just does not make the skin look glowy. <laughs> so colors that make the look, skin look glowy are like, pinks and periwinkle blues and bright yellows and so kind of springy kind of colors will always make the skin look nice. Okay. And then the other part of clothing choice matters is SPF protective. So in this day and age, everyone wears athleisure wear and they're wearing like tank tops and they're like yoga pants or whatever. And what we know is that 78% of all the Skin damage you get from UV light is from incidental exposure. It's not when you're at the pool, the beach, the lake, or the ocean, but it's when just every day, right? So obviously we have a lot of light coming in from the window. That's why you need to wear sunscreen every day. 
But what people don't realize is when they're out and about and they're just wearing tank tops and their chest and their arms are all exposed and they're just running around, living their life, running their errands, whatever, they're getting a lot of unnecessary exposure that later in life is going to show up for, you know, with the skin not looking as nice as they may want it to. So you want to try not to expose as much skin. And so, but that little thing of keeping your skin protected starting young throughout a lifetime, it can add up. So I, you know, I, if I am wearing a tank top, I'm going to be wearing sunscreen, but for the most part, I always, my workout shirts are always long sleeve and I think you don't realize how much you get. Like I'm always on a soccer field or a lacrosse field or at a horse thing or just outside of the park with my kids. And I'm like, I'm like, God, I didn't realize how much sun I got. Yeah. And you'll hear every mom say, oh, I forgot my hat. Or you go to yeah. dinner and sit outside or I know. Yeah, it's it, yeah. And it's all accumulative, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, it's so much easier and less expensive to prevent the mm-hmm. signs of aging than it is to reverse it once you get it. So it's those little things that can add up over a lifetime. Book a window seat and that way you can shut the shade. So the idea is that when you're closer to the sun, when you're up an airplane, you're getting more UV exposure. And there's certainly many, many instances of pilots that are have a higher increase of skin cancer for their profession because, I mean, they can do some blocking and they do some of those airplane windows, but not, I mean, they can't block 100%. I would have 100%. thought the glass protects it. Like it blocks. I would think that that's well, right. They do have UV filters on it as much. Felt the heat exactly. coming in off that window. Well, also think about too. Like, I mean, have you ever opened up an airplane window and your your eyes are like? I mean, it's it's so bright. So especially if you're flying over clouds, it reflects. You know, kind of why you can get a sunburn when you're skiing. It reflects off the snow as well. So basically, get the window you know seat and. Keep that's, it closed the whole time. That's really smart. We that's talked about number four. There are more skin types than just dry, yep, normal, Yeah, we talked oily. about that. But at the end of the day, if you want to drive results, you have to have a routine that's for you, right? It can't be for your friend, you know? So yeah. that's why also when your friend's like, oh my God, you know, I mean, we would love friend recommendations, right? Oh my God, you have to try this. It's amazing. Well, what might be right for him or her may not be right for you. So using products for your skin type is essential. You know, when I first tried Seed, I thought it was my little secret. I mean, you guys know I don't gatekeep by any means, but as someone who definitely prides themselves on knowing all the latest and greatest in the beauty and wellness space, I thought I discovered a real gem. Well, I have to say, the more time that goes on, the more I keep hearing of other people taking Seed too. And Michelle, she got on the train literally maybe two days after I did. She always tries to get a one-up on me. We just had an amazing fitness guru with Sammy Clark on the other week on our podcast, and she was telling us all how she struggled with really bad breakouts at one point, like I did, and how taking seed completely transformed her skin. It goes to show a probiotic is so much more than you think it is. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, but I want you guys to know seed is different because it's a broad-spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic, which means all the good bacteria is making its way to your colon. A lot of probiotics don't work because that bacteria we need isn't surviving the GI tract. And gut health is huge. Whether you want to talk about it or not, we all know it. Seed supports ease of bloating, healthy regularity, but also your skin. See how good my skin is looking? And your heart health, which is super, super important. By the way, something I've learned, gut immune function is not boosting the immune system. It supports the crosstalk between your intestinal cells and your immune cells. And on the digestion front, most people, including myself, saw improvements within 24 to 48 hours of starting seed. I'm telling you, this is the probiotic and prebiotic just for you. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's daily symbiotic. That's seed, S-E-E-D dot com slash lipstick and use code lipstick. This summer... Honestly, it's been a complete whirlwind. Does anyone else feel that way? I've kind of been saying yes to too many things, which I really do have a bad habit of doing. But there's so much temptation during the summer months. And in the end, I never really regret saying yes to seeing friends or family or everything in between. So here's the thing. When you have places to go and people to see, you want to look great too. And ideally, you'd like to have a new outfit. Nothing against repeat offenders, but it really is fun to have a new outfit to wear just makes you feel more special. So how am I able to do this in a way that's smart for both my bank account and the environment? Newly. I love this subscription clothing rental service, and I know you guys will too. It's just $88 a month, and you get to choose any six styles each month. 
I love having access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. There's something for every occasion. Party dresses, denim, one-of-a-kind vintage pieces, you name it, they have it. Newly stocked styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus size to maternity, so no need to get stressed about fitting into something that won't work. They offer free, and I have to say, very fast shipping and returns as well as professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. There's also the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 70% off. They're just some things you got to have. Newly Seriously has everything you need to bring your summer wardrobe A-game up to speed. The savings are amazing. It's just plain fun and honestly, super easy. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $10 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code LIPSTICK10. Just go to newly.com. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code LIPSTICK10 and sign up to get $10 off your first month. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $10 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code LIPSTICK10. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Wear a foundation makeup every single day, so I'll share a quick story. So when I moved to Dallas, I assumed and started my company, I assumed that Texas women would have a lot more sun damage, right? It's hot, people are outdoors more. And I found this not to be the case primarily. And what I determined is I'd have these clients, and this is back in, you know, mid-90s, but I'd have some of these older clients come in. And these are the women that were very traditional. And they came in with their full makeup on. I'd give them the facial. They go in the bathroom afterwards and put their full makeup back on. Stop it. And then, but then I found out that these were women that were also... They go to sleep after their husbands. Oh my gosh. So, and then wake up before their husbands. So, I think of like Mrs. Cleaver from like Leave It to Beaver or something, right? They're just picture perfect for their husbands all the time. And what I realized, you know, and I looked at their skin, I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And, you know, these were women in their 60s and 70s at this point. And what I realized was they've been wearing sunscreen. I mean, they've been wearing makeup, which makeup has titanium dioxide in it, which is a natural sunscreen. So Max Factor came out with pancake makeup in the 50s or whatever. And for whatever reason, Southern women embraced makeup. I don't know why that's Max part of the culture. Factor. That is such a but good So story. basically through the 50s, through the 60s, through the 70s, they were wearing essentially sunscreen every day without realizing it. Yeah, so I realized like makeup, is a, a protection for your skin. So I always, so the goal of an esthetician for me is like people come to me because they don't want to have to wear makeup, right? But I'm like, no, no, no. Like it's an extra layer of protection. So even if the, even if you're wearing powder, you know, something, a lightweight liquid foundation, even if it isn't approved with an SPF, if it doesn't say it has SPF on it, it still does. It just meant, meant the company didn't test for it and go through all that. They're not marketing it that way. But if it has titanium dioxide in it, that is a sunscreen. And so, is titanium dioxide bad for you in any way or no? No. Okay. No. It's considered physical CC sunscreen. I love the cream. That's the SPF 50 from It Cosmetics. I really, I love. And Elta MD makes a great sunscreen. Again, I, I'm like you. I like sometimes when it's in my skincare, it's in my foundation, right. it's in my tinted moisturizer. Yeah, I mean, like you can't get one. enough of it, really. But but I always tell people, like, I mean, from I, my house is really modern in Austin. It's, I live in an all-glass house. And so the moment I wake up in the morning, I'm dusting on some sort of powder or something before I do my routine just because, I mean, makeup have can sh- act as sunscreen. Have you tried the powdered sunscreens? I have. It's hard because some of the colors aren't right. They yeah. have such minimal shades. Yeah. So, but I, I just use this cheapy Revlon powder in the morning. It doesn't have sunscreen in it, but it has titanium dioxide, mm-hmm. and I'll just throw that on. That way, at least up until the point that I'm washing my face, I'm protected. That's I so. Love that. So don't. So the point is, you don't want to obviously, if you're more acne prone, you have to be careful because certain foundations and things can clog the pores. But don't think that you're doing your skin a favor by not wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. I love that. We love the next one. Makeup can do wonders, especially to give a skin a glow. Absolutely. So any of the powders that are light reflective, that have a shimmer, I mean, people are always like, I want my skin to glow. Like, But makeup can totally make your skin glow. So, And can we just discuss, I have a theory that matte skin 
ages you. After a certain point in time, matte, when you put too much powder, make your skin too matte, it just starts to emphasize like lines and it wrinkles. Makes you feel well, like you're dry. It's and like dry. dry. And you're, no, you're absolutely right because, but it's not that it's aging you more, but. Not physically aging. You just right. look more aged. Absolutely. Because things that have a shimmer, have a shine, that's light reflective, right? It bounces off light and that's what makes your skin look glowy. When something's matte and it doesn't bounce light, then your pores look larger, lines and wrinkles look deeper. So yeah, anything you, that bounces light is going to make you look better. Do you guys remember the brand Prescriptives? Of course. Of course. They had, I think they were so ahead of the game and I wish they were still around because they used to have the best light reflecting powders. They had light reflecting tinted moisturizers. Their skin stuff was next level. Yeah, and they, and, have, and they had such an array of colors of their foundation. It was so brilliant. I wish someone would bring prescriptions And they back. had that perfume, Calyx. Oh, Calyx. My right? friend's grandmother wore oh. it and I loved it. It was in a green bottle. Yes. It was so beautiful. Yes, yes. If anyone at Estee Lauder is listening, bring back prescriptives. Oh I think gosh. it was just ahead of its time. Exactly. I really do believe that. Well, in this day and age, everybody wants curated and personalized, so it probably would they do They did the so color well. match. They had yeah. a machine that color mm-hmm. matched your skin mm-hmm. in the department store. Yeah. Anyhow, sorry, I'm Digressing, but the skin glow made me think of it. Skin glow, by the way, just pulling out the prescriptives, that was strong. (laughs) Strong Fist pump. Is there anything better than a sale? Actually, I think there is a beauty sale. If you love beauty as much as Em and I do, please keep listening. Macy's has something very exciting coming up. For just 10 days, they're offering 50% off daily beauty offers. They have curated something called 10 Days of Glam. And if that's not the best surrounding 10 days, then I actually don't know what is. I mean, there are so many things I can't wait to stock up on. I'm going to go a little crazy, but don't tell Stuber. I'm kind of thinking I'll just get one of everything. Okay, not one of everything, but something in every category. So a new lipstick, because why not? Maybe a new eyeshadow palette, something a little smoky going into the fall. A new mascara. Everyone always needs a new mascara. Could anyone use some new makeup brushes, eyeliner, concealer, bronzer? Yes, I mean, I literally am naming everything under the sun. You guys are going to love this. I can't wait to shop. I can't wait for you to shop. So many good finds, so little time, just 10 days. I would be ready August 12th with your credit card because my hunch is stuff will go very fast. But if you forget, no big deal because you have 10 days to make all the fabulous purchases. Of course, if I don't beat you to it and buy the things first. And don't forget, now is the perfect time to refresh your beauty assortment. Mascaras, guess what, people? They do expire. Brushes, they get dirty. So it's important to be aware of all these things. You're not using old products. Get ready to stock up. From August 12th to August 21st, Macy's is giving you a whopping 50% off daily beauty offers, plus more great deals online and in the store. This is why I'm so happy we do this podcast, because we get to bring you deals like this, literally 50% off daily beauty, but it's only for 10 days. So make sure you check out macy's.com slash 10 days of glam before it's too late. That's macy's.com slash 10 days of glam. Okay, next one. Number six. Number seven. No, seven. So for treating under eye dryness, don't rely solely on eye cream. So people just, you know, oh, I'm so dry and crepey around my eyes. And they just layer on, layer on, layer on, layer on eye cream. Well, a lot of oils can seep into the eyes and cause puffiness and puffiness stretches out the skin, which decreases elasticity. But so aside from that, but if you have dryness around the eyes and you moisturize it, you're just trying to bring back to life cells that are already dead and expired. So one of the popular products in our line is called Overnight Eye Serum. And it's just a little thin serum you put under the eyes and you put underneath eye cream. And it works to gently dissolve and digest the dead skin cells around the eyes so that you're smoother. And then your eye cream goes on and it moisturizes. So it's like a little bit of a kind of an eye exfoliant. It's under eye exfoliant. Yeah. Amazing. So I always tell people, don't just rely on your, you know, you, you need to exfoliate around the eyes, but you need to do it gently. My mother taught me this. Number nine, don't neglect your neck. Correct. I've never met anyone that said, I wish I took less care of my neck. Yes. (laughs) And it's just that area that people just forget, like they're looking at their face. So what I always tell people is when you put your sunscreen on, 
I mean, per square inch, your face is like as big as your neck, essentially. So you, what most people do with sunscreen, they'll put it on every day and then they'll put it on their face and then carry down whatever is left on to their neck. But you're getting like an SPF one at that point. Mm. So what you want to do is do one application of sunscreen to the face, one application of the sunscreen to your neck. So you have to treat it as its own area. Avoid using straws or drinking out of narrow bottles. Renee Rouleau, tell us everything. Yes. So the I, marionette lines? Well, the, yeah, the, no, not the marionette, mm-hmm. the ones, the lip lines. The lip lines. Yeah, because you're pursing, right? And again, so kind of what I talked about earlier about like some protective clothing, it's the little things that add up in a mm-hmm. lifetime, right? So if you're just constantly pursing, pursing, pursing because you're drinking out of straws over the course of a lifetime, that is going to wear down that skin. I love the next one. And I do this because I my kids have eczema and I went to an allergist and she said the same thing. Don't leave your skin bare for longer than 60 seconds after cleansing. Mm-hmm. Still a little wet, still a little moist for lack of a better word. And then I go in with the cream on my babies on the back exactly. of their legs. And is that the same? Yeah, kind that's of- the idea. So, so what happens is, is when you wash your face and your skin is wet and it's you know nice and hydrated because it's wet, But through a process called osmosis, water attracts water. And so your skin, so it acts like a magnet. So the water in your skin is going to attract from the deeper layers of the water, the water from deeper layers of your skin, and they're going to go to the driest area, which is the air. So you'll notice if you wait, you know, longer, depending on how, what your climate Mm -hmm. is like, but, but if it's winter, for example, and you wait longer than a minute, you're going to start, your skin's going to feel really tight. People associate that with, oh, I think my cleanser's too strong. My skin feels tight. And I'm like, no, it's because the dry air is just sucking that moisture out of the skin. So it's the golden minute rule. You want to get your next product on within 60 seconds. Now, I do recommend using an alcohol-free toner or like an essence or something because your tap water has chlorines and minerals and things in it can, that can dehydrate the skin. So use an alcohol-free toner, wipe it over the skin, leave that damp, and then go into your serum or moisturizer. Someone once said to spray your skin with water and that, or if you're, if you're, so you cleanse your face, whatever, but if you're going to put hyaluronic serum on, like I don't cleanse my face in the morning. Like I get out of the shower. I don't. I don't double cleanse my face. Oh, I I should have put that on there as a tip. We'll discuss. Oh, okay. Good. That's number thirty one. <laughs> um, but I missed. Make sure your skin is always wet if you're putting on hyaluronic serum. Is that Fact true or, or not true? False. I mean, it depends on the formula. Okay. But I mean, yes. I mean, some hyaluronic acid serums could be drying depending on your climate. So it depends on the formula. But in general. Having your skin damp is always a good rule of thumb, regardless what you're using. I love number 12. Heat, people, not just from the skin, can be a trigger for hyperpigmentation, uneven skin tone. Correct. So for so many years, we thought that sunspots, freckles, brown spots came out from the sun. But now we understand it's the heat from the sun or heat in general. So if you're somebody that has melasma, discoloration, brown spots, even going in a sauna or a steam room is not going to be your friend either because the idea is pigment cells, they're they're very active and they just get triggered so easily. And we're trying to put melanin cells to sleep. And so you want to keep your skin as cool as possible. So if you are going to be outside, so let's just say, you know, your kid's stuff you're doing or whatever and your skin's hot when you come in try to cool it down so that might be put put like some ice in a sink you know with water and splash your skin lauren has the ice roller that she sells right put that on but you're trying to keep the skin as cool as possible and to send a signal to those pigment cells to settle down okay i like um, the next one because i actually am a victim of this i do this a lot you say layering and mixing serums won't get you very far I mix and layer all the time. We mix and layer all the time. Yes. So I so layering, for example, so let's start there. Your skin can only absorb so much. So when you're putting something on top, putting something on top, putting on, you know, the skin can only absorb so much. So think of like a dry sponge. When you add water to it, eventually it fills up and the water overflows, right? It can only take in so much. So your skin is the same way. So you're just kind of wasting money if you're just adding too much on. So that's the layering. The mixing serums, you're basically taking two different serums and you're diluting them 50%, right? Mm. And so they're only going to work half as well. So if you're wanting the true benefit of each of those serums, just alternate nights, right? So you're using one at full strength. It's going to do whatever that one is for. Then the next night, use the other one. But 
mixing them is mm. just, you're not that getting the a, best benefit. That is a great tip. Mm-hmm. Never interfere with your sunscreen, number 14. So a lot of people, so a sunscreen is an FDA approved drug that is tested to, to give you the SPF number. Now you have to apply it generously, of course, but where people make the mistake is they, again, part of this mixing thing, like people are creating their own little chemistry at home or whatever, but they'll take like a sunscreen and they'll put like oil in it, you know, a couple drops of oil, or maybe they'll put a little foundation in it and turn it into like a tinted moisturizer or something like that. You just don't want, you need it to do its job and you don't want to unnecessarily mess with that. So just put that on. And if you want to put something on over like a foundation or, but I don't actually suggest ever using an oil on top because oils break down ingredients. And so it can make your sunscreen not wear it lasts as long. Drinking water is the least efficient way to hydrate the I've skin. I've heard this. I've I heard have this. not yes. heard this. You yes. have to drink so much water to actually impact your skin. It's impossible. Well, the idea is that basically when you drink water, it's, I mean, going down, flushing through your system. I mean, just even think about it logically, right? You're you're drinking it. It's going down. It's going through your kidneys and, you know, out down there. But, like, it's not making its way to the top layers of the skin. I mean, we know that the body is made of water, so you need it. But the outer layers are so much affected by environment and, you know, what's going on outside than what it is inside. So the best way to keep the skin hydrated is what you're going to do topically to it, not from from drinking water. I think we've really become in the last five years aware of like the pollution and what it does and the emissions to our skin on a daily basis. I'm, yeah. I love that that's more of a conversation. Number 16, Making DIY skincare products from foods found in your kitchen won't give your skin much benefit. Oh, Lord. A lot of people love to DIY it and they'll use ingredients and they're like, oh, like take a vitamin C pill and crush it up and add it to an oil or, you know, whatever. And But the reality is, you know, products are chemically, skincare products are chemically formulated to be able to do the job and putting something on your skin topically and 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 expecting it to get into the skin without using certain ingredients to help with delivery, it's just not going to happen. Help. What about the next one? Because I do like to exfoliate my skin. I love the feeling my skin has. You say never exfoliate your skin daily. Yeah. So the simple answer there is we need to leave some skin on our face. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me wrong. I am, I love a good exfoliation and that's been, you know, I, that's definitely acids and facial scrubs. I love, love. Do you but like grainy scrubs? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good I always scrub. wonder about that because some people say that like they have to be really microscopic so they don't actually damage right, the, tear the skin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually here's a, a good story for the listeners, but hands down, hands down, without a doubt, if you have pigmentation on the skin, be it melasma, sunspots, post-breakout marks, for you just to use acids or even just a retinol, which is a different type of exfoliator, will never, never really lighten that up if you don't add in a physical exfoliator. Mm-hmm. Acids help to, to dissolve and digest the dead skin cells, so they're loosening pigment cells, but it's the lifting action that you get from, from scrubbing something off is what's removing it. So, it's really important. But yeah, you want to use something gentle. I mean, that has round beads that How don't How many scratch. days a week? So, I mean, exfoliation, whether it's scrubs or acids, you know, no more than five days a week. I agree with you. I think, you know, they think just because you put on a serum, that's going to do it. But the serum, like, it builds up. You need to constantly, slough not too off. much, slough it off. I yeah. agree with, especially post-inflammatory, hyperpigmentation, uneven skin tone. It's almost like you got to get the dirt off. You got to get the, you got to get it, you got to get it off. Exactly. Number 18, change up your look with new makeup, hairstyles, and clothing. We just had this conversation. We were like, your jeans are from 2015. Like you got to change it up. That Mm -hmm. belt you've had for 20 years. So how does this relate to skin? Tell us. So it was just more like beauty, right? Like a lot of people, so people hyper-focus on their skin and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting these spots, these brown spots. I'm, you know, I'm so dry around my eyes and everyone is focused on the the face as being kind of the area that people judge aging, right? Like I'm, I feel like I'm starting to look so old, but it's really the full package, right? Like people aren't looking at your pores. People don't notice those details the way you do, but it's, the package. You, it's the yeah. What is it? So if you're so like what I, what I did for years is I would shop at Forever Twenty One because I was like, well, like 
why not, right? And then, um, or another thing I do, and I still do this day, I'll go into a store and I'll find someone who's looks really stylish, the most stylish person I can find, and I'll say, help me pick out some things. I'm not going to tell you what I like because we get stuck into ruts, mm-hmm. right? If you look at your closet, you basically have all the same things, just I in have different 27 colors. striped sweaters. Exactly. <laughs> and so I'll just say, hey, you tell me what would look good on me. And I trust them and they'll and they'll put things on me I never would wear. But guess what? That's their job. Like they, you know, so, so I really rely on a lot of experts. I also go and get my makeup done every now and again and I'll just toss everything out and just bring in fresh new things because we all get into ruts. I love that. I and too. I love switching it up. Like I was just thinking the other day, like should I do, should I go back in the bob? Like I saw a friend of mine just she did it. She had really long hair and she cut. I'm like, oh, should I do it? Like it does. It's like, it gives you a lift. It, yeah. it just like Brushes changes you it up. up. There's nothing more aging than never changing your look. All right. Number 19, be sure to use a vitamin A product like retinol or prescription retinoid <laughs> for the rest of your life. So a quick story. When I spoke about the Fitzpatrick skin types, there's a, it was named after this doctor, Dr. Thomas Fitzpatrick. And he was the chief of dermatology at Mass General Hospital in Boston. And when the first salon that I worked at, he was a client who used to get her, his haircut there. And he came in one day and my coworker who was an esthetician, she said, Renee, you need to meet him and look at his hands. And I was like, what? Well, he took his hands out. And at the time he was probably in his 60s and he showed me his hands and he said, do you see a difference? And I looked at his hands and I went, wow, yeah, your left hand looks so much younger. Like it was so much smoother, less brown spots. Well, what he had done was he was a dermatologist and long before prescription retinoids were approved for aging, it was an acne medication and still is. And so the key back then and certainly still now is you have to use it sparingly because it really dries out your skin. So he, all through the 70s or whatever, when he was practicing, he would have these acne patients, because again, this prescription of a retinoid was for acne originally. Retin-A. Yes, Retin-A. And he'd say, okay, listen, I'm going to give you this cream and you have to use it really sparingly because it's going to dry your skin. So he would take a little dollop of it and he would put it on the back of one of his hands and he'd say, just use a thin layer like this and use it three nights a week or whatever. Well, day in and day out, he was treating one hand and then one day he went, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And he was instrumental in getting the FDA to approve it for skin aging. And I saw his hands. And so anyway, so I learned this was 1989 or something. So I saw early on what it did to the skin and it works. It absolutely works. I love that story. Well, but then what happened was the other part of the story was in 1992, maybe ABC News did like broke a story about how there was this cream that was for acne, but it was being used off label for wrinkles. And so everybody ran to the dermatologist and they all got a tube of it. No one knew how to use it. And I was so busy as an esthetician because everybody was using it. They were slathering it on. Their skin was so dry. Well, who do they call? Their esthetician, Renee, oh my God, I've been using this new cream and my skin is so dry. And one client I had, she literally smiled and she came in and she was like, look at Renee, my skin's so dry. And she smiled and, and it cracked the, and it cracked and it bled in front of my, I mean, I it literally bled. And so what happened was most of the people went off of it because I didn't really know how to educate people back then because we didn't really know how you could kind of like have that balance where you're not getting so dry and, you know, your moisture. So it doesn't matter your age, just get on a, a, a retina. Retin-A. Right. A retinol, the, retinol. Yeah. But, but the clients that, had, that stuck with it and used it, I mean, unbelievable. Number 20, dry skin and dehydrated skin are not the same thing and need different things. Dehydrated skin is lack of water. Dry skin is lack of oil. So yes, they're two very different things. 21, the food you eat doesn't affect the skin as much mm-hmm. as you're led to believe. I know this is not a popular one, but somehow we have been led to believe that if you can eat all the antioxidants and all all that, like somehow your skin is going to glow or be better. But, you know, I mean, certainly with acne, right? I, I, I know thousands of people that eat very well and eat very clean and still have acne, right? So, so a lot of people just think that food is going to kind of make or break the skin. And that has not been my experience. But do you find that if you eat junk, your skin, because I, we've had people on the podcast that were like, you know what? I was unhealthy for a while. I was eating like crap and my skin looked like crap. Like, do you think that if you do put bad things in, it doesn't help? 
Honestly, I mean, I've been an esthetician for over 30 years. Like I, like I ate at McDonald's last week. Like, I don't know. How's my skin look? (laughs) But I mean, I know a lot of people that eat poorly, have great skin. So I, I mean, I, I always will encourage people to eat healthy and, you know, and all of that. But I just, I, my experience has not taught me that it's now, now like, and even like, French fries, greasy food, right? For so long, you know, moms were like, I'm trying to tell my son to stop eating greasy foods because it's making him break out. That doesn't make people break oh out. Oh my God, that's my mother did that. Yeah, of same course, here. of course. Same here. Number 22, not all blemishes are equal. Correct. So there's cystic blemishes, pustules, papules. There's certainly clogged pores, closed comedones, blackheads, and you need to treat them all kind of differently. So I have one of our top sellers is a, it's called a Zit Care Kit, and it has four mm. different types of blemish products in it, and they all go throughout the life cycle of a blemish. So basically, you just need to, and I have a great blog post about it, but but basically, not all blemishes are equal, and not all spot treatments are going are gonna to work on that type of blemish or at the right stage of it. I mean, from the moment you wake up with a blemish to when you when it leaves a dark mark, there's a whole process in between, and so this kit that we sell walks you through step-by-step what to use and when to make it go away faster with less scarring. Don't wait till bedtime to perform your nighttime routine. This is so interesting. I read that. So a lot of people get lazy and they don't do their nighttime routine because they get too tired. And somehow we've been programmed that you're supposed to do it right before you go to bed. Well, do it earlier rather than later. But you don't want to have your skin free of sun protection when it's still light out. So you need it after when when the sun goes down is when you should do it. I get tired, Renee. Yeah. No. Skip it. Yes, I hear you. Ten. Exactly. Really tired. Okay. Your skin doesn't get used to products and they don't stop working. I have said yeah. this. I have said this about a product. I'm like, I think it's just like my skin's over it. Yeah. Right. So there is no mechanism in your skin that just decides one day that it is just not going to work for you. So I think when people say, I, I think what happens when people say, I just don't feel like it's working anymore. I think it's because they already had the change of the new products and now it's the that new normal. Sense. Right? That and makes it's sense. like. Like when people start my line, they're like, oh my God, Renee, my skin is totally clearing up. And then, or, you know, it's my pores are looking small or whatever. But at some point it becomes the new normal. I'm, so I always have to tell people, I'm like, wait, do you remember what your skin looked like yeah. when we first, when you first started using it? And they're like, oh, that's right. I love the next one. Practice self-acceptance. Yeah, that's an, uh, that's an important one. I mean, people get really obsessed and I feel like now more than ever, people are even more obsessed. I mean, look at how passionate people are about skincare and they just... Well, you stare at yourself all day long on a Zoom. Yes, right, that too. So I just think, you know, there's certain things that Mother Nature has given us that you just have to accept and there's certain things we just can't change. And as much as people come to me to want to change their skin, there's certain things we just, we can't do it. You know, even with acne, like if, trust me, if there was a cure for acne, no one would ever break out again. You know, so it's just certain things you have to just go okay this is the phase i'm going through or whatever this too shall pass but you have to you have to balance that the, the next You're gonna one love this. i'm going to love this one cuz i always have i have bigger pores on my cheeks mm-hmm. you can shrink your pores as long as you use the right techniques give me those techniques <laughs> tell us everything right so i mean the best thing for making pores look smaller are one exfoliation mm-hmm. two long term use of of a retinol or a prescription retinoid, hands down, you know, certainly a prescription. You can absolutely make your pores get look smaller and stay shrunk. But also like pore fillers, like Benefit has that professional product that you can use under makeup and that can reduce the look of them. I think things like that work. It's kind of like, like a do. silicone yes. like blur. Absolutely. I use, a, I use a product that I swear by. It's from Rodial. It's the Soft Focus Drops something like that. Yeah. It's like rose and I love them and I put it on with my makeup. Get your age-related bumps under control with bump management. <laughs> so I am 52 years old and I definitely, you know, with age, you start getting these like little skin growths, right? Mm. They're like, you know, they have all sorts of fa- fancy names for them, seborrheic keratosis kerito- and all sorts of things, sebaceous hyperplasia, things like that. But people think they're clogged pores, but really you just kind of get these little growths with age. So once a year, when I go to my dermatologist, I do my annual mole screening or skin cancer screening, and I will have her 
cauterize or freeze off any little skin growth, as she says. I mean, insurance won't cover it because it's considered cosmetic. Number 28, retinol is a must, but don't start too early. Yeah, so... Again, we need to leave some skin on the face, but a lot of people in their 20s are jumping on retinol really early. And I think that, you know, it's a long-term play, but, you know, especially if somebody already has kind of thinner skin, it can make it more sensitive. But also with retinol, everyone's jumping on the retinol thing, but retinol helps to speed up the metabolism of the cells. And if you're somebody that is still acne prone, your metabolism is already really fast. So oftentimes retinol can actually keep acne going longer. So you for sure want to use it beyond your acne years. But yeah, I usually tell people starting retinol for an anti-aging play is probably like no sooner than 28. This next one I'm actually going to bring up because I think I've slept, I've shared many a bed with Molly and she sleeps very still on her back. I face plant. Mm -hmm. And so number 29, sleep on your pillow strategically to prevent wrinkles. Hence Molly's face, right? Yes. Like I said, I bury my face in the pillow. No, I'm a side sleeper lately. I don't know why. Gray like pushes into me. You have no like... choice. <laughs> well, the reality is... It's a real estate issue. The reality is any way you sleep, there's going to be consequences with that. So first of all, if somebody, somebody probably 45 or older... Oftentimes, I can tell the way they sleep by looking at their skin. But I mean, if you're sleeping, you're a side sleeper. <laughs> no, it's what well, you know. It's it's what I can usually tell is if someone sleeps on one side more than like, the other. I, yes, I that's know. when you can see it. That's when I'm like, oh, you sleep on your right side, right side, don't you? And they're like, yep. So, I mean, the reality is, when you're sleeping at night, it's eight hours a day, you know, a night, or ideally times 365 days a year times 100 years, whatever. So they basically say that sleeping, your sleep position is like ironing wrinkles into your skin. So there's no necessarily like, no matter what, you're laying there and something is happening. So if you lay on your back, you're probably going to get more neck wrinkles horizontally because you're kind of like this, you know, like whereas if you're on your, so your neck gets affected where on your side, then yeah, you kind of smush the face and you're getting more of those kind of, you know, the puppet lines. So how I sleep is on a really firm pillow and I sleep on the corner and I try to <laughs> literally have from my cheekbone up is only where my head touches the pillow. I'm going to make you wear a GoPro so I can watch you sleep. <laughs> Do you wear use a satin pillowcase or a silk pillowcase? No, I, I mean, people love those. No, I haven't done that. It's more about the firm that supports me, but I don't have to squish my face on it. I like that. Number 30. Probably our favorite. The best glow is achieved from living your best life full of passion. So yeah, like it's just love your life. Do things that fuel you, you know, like just live and be adventurous. Say I, my, one of my required movies that I tell people they need to watch at least once a year is the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey. It's the best. Right. Because it's like, say yes. I know. I'll give you a little piece of trivia. I was in that movie. You were. I was. I Hold dark on, hair. Think. I know. We don't have to go back. Hold on. I, I haven't I, watched it in like a year. Oh, it's so good. Are oh you kidding God. me? No, it's the best it's movie ever. So, the best movie ever. Yes, man. Yes, day. Oh say God. yes How more fun. than you say no. Yes. This is a beauty podcast after all. So we wanted to do a little rapid fire in terms of beauty. Favorite foundation? So even though I say don't mix your serums, I do actually mix my foundation. Oh. So right now I mix Chanel Le Tint is what it's called, T-E-I-N-T. It's kind of a matte foundation, but I mix it with the Giorgio Mani Neo Nude, I think is mm -hmm, what it's mm -hmm. called, but I mix those together. Favorite mascara? Bad Gal. So I just got into NARS, the multiple mm -hmm. there. I just started, I, I didn't do any cream blushes for years because I can get log, uh, large pore, I mean, clogged pores, but I'm kind of into cream blush these days. I love a cream oh, blush. We love a cream blush. Yes. Favorite shadow? Tom Ford has those ones that like, they're like a, they're a two for, two for. They have the little pot on the bottom. So good. That are smudgy with your finger. And then- a complimentary shimmer glazy shadow Ooh. powder on top. And I've never applied with a brush. I just dip my finger in, smudge it, and then like do the same shimmery thing on top. Westman Atelier also have a, has great lip pots. Beautiful. I mean, sorry. Westman Atelier also has great eye pots. Which are yeah, I want to try awesome. those. Okay. You could do one treatment, one peel. What would it be? I love a good salicylic acid peel. Mm -hmm. I've never had laser done on my face. I suppose if I had redness and brown on my skin, then IPL and V-beam, I guess. But I've never done anything to my face. You guys cannot see Renee, but she is a 
peroxide blonde with a, with a hint of pink. <laughs> it's amazing. So clearly to have this color, you must know a little bit about how to take care of your hair. Do you use a mask, a certain shampoo? It's beautiful. So how, so every time I, so I love Olaplex. I mean, anything Mm -hmm. Olaplex is good. Their shampoo, I think their color treated shampoo or something is amazing. But every time I shampoo, I use, I put the pink back in. So I'm actually not done doing it at a salon. It's every time I shampoo. So there's a, a brand called Overtone and I'll mix over, even their pastel pink is a little too bright for me. So I'll put it in a bowl and mix it with, it's a 10, which is just sold at whatever, CVS or whatever. And then I'll mix it together until I get my right shade of pink. And then when I shampoo with Olaplex, then I'll put this conditioner in and that's how it gets the pink color. We always ask this, if you were to give your 10 year old self a little bit of advice, what would it be? It's all going to be okay. Make sure and follow Renee Rouleau. Incredible. You're incredible. And thank you. Thank our you best so much. friend lives in Austin. So I might just come and get it. Oh, yeah. See you. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Do like a proper skin consult. I feel like I'm going to have the best skin after this conversation. I do too. And I love the All tips. All changing. I love debunking everything. And, and should, we do guys- a, should we do a bonus tip with uh, number 31? Yeah, yeah 31. Tell, tell, what's tell our so, bonus tip? So, real quick. So, people. Don't want to, you know, they're like, why do I need to wash my face in the morning? Like I already just, you know, washed it before I went to bed. Like I don't need to. The most important product that you will ever use is your sunscreen. And you don't want anything interfering with that. So if you, you know, went to bed the night before, you washed off, you put your retinol on maybe, or, you know, a skin oil, moisturizer, whatever. But while you sleep, you have sebum that's produced out of the skin, which is oil and oil and water don't mix. And so if you're just running water over the face, that's not cutting some of the oil, whether it's from your own skin being, you know, producing it, or like I said, in your moisturizer or a facial oil. And so you ha- you might have a coating on the skin without you realizing it, and then your sunscreen can't properly protect those skin cells. So you never want to wash with anything that's going to dry your skin, but when you wash in the morning, you can cut that oil off the skin, and it's basically creating a clean slate to ensure that nothing is going to interfere with your sunscreen protection. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Thank you, Renee. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tallfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. 